Welcome back to the You Can Too podcast. I'm your host, James Bracken, and in today's episode, I will be going over five types of overthinking and the cure to those types of overthinking. Now, if you are not already, please go give me a follow on Instagram at James Bracken IV, and be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss a future episode. And if you've listened to this podcast and you've enjoyed it, please leave me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It helps me reach more people, and I'm able to help more people in the process. I appreciate you for tuning in, and if you want to see any more of my content, check the show notes below, including the Mindful Minute, the weekly newsletter, where I help you live with more intention and more mindfulness in less than 60 seconds every single Monday morning. Now, without further ado, let's hop right into this episode. What is up, podcast family? Stoke top out of this episode today. If you guys know me, I'm a huge advocate of getting past overthinking. I think it's something that holds so many of us back. It's the reason my podcast is called You Can Too Podcast, because for so many of us in our life, we overthink our ability, our worthiness, and so we don't take action on the life that we deserve to live, and we overthink our life away. Now, I want to go over five types of overthinking so you can recognize which one you are, how you can overcome it, and how you can start taking action towards the life you deserve to live now. Let's hop into number one, and that is mental chatter. Now, mental chatter is what went through my mind when I struggled sleeping growing up. Because you can't tell your mind to stop thinking about something. It's just going to continue to think about it. Because whatever we focus on, we give our energy to. And so for me, that was what I couldn't get my mind to stop thinking about. It was whatever that came up in my mind. It was just mental chatter of something that continuously kept ruminating in my mind, and I could not get it to stop. And you can't tell your mind to stop thinking about something. The more you try to do it, the more it sticks around. So what you need to do is you need to change the channel. Whether that's keeping yourself busy by exercising, engaging in conversation, going somewhere with people. I mean, really, for me, it was walking. When I couldn't sleep at night and I couldn't get my mind to stop just speaking to me, I would go on walks. I would go on walks at 2 in the morning because I couldn't get my mind to stop. So going on walks would get me moving. It would get me into uh, exercise. When you move your body, your mind follows your body. You can't be depressed and anxious while you're sprinting. You can't be worried or overwhelmed when you are moving. It's going to show up, and there's no doubt about that. But if we move our body, it's a lot easier to control the mind through the body. So if we start moving, we start engaging, uh, we can reduce that amount of overthinking. Number two is overreading into things. And when I mean overreading into things, I don't mean specifically looking them up on Google when, when there's a minor issue. But just in general, we overread into what our mind is telling us, for example, our thoughts that show up. And our imagination just goes into overdrive, imagining all of the worst possible things that could happen in the future and we imagine those things and when our nervous system imagines something it doesn't know the difference between what is real and what is imagined our mind and our nervous system are so interconnected that we have to realize that it can feel like something is happening before it happens this is why people get panic attacks this is why anxiety pops up before you go talk on a on a stage or something like in that that sense of nervousness and overwhelm that pops up it's because we imagine something happening before it happens So what we have to do here to interrupt that pattern of that anxiety, that overwhelm, that self-doubt, is we have to acknowledge that our thoughts may just be exaggerating. We have to recognize that most of the time, our thoughts simply aren't true. And rather than seeing it as truth, I always like to entertain the idea that, I don't know, I really have no idea, I have no possibility to imagine a future that is accurate because the future's uncertain, it's unpredictable, and I have absolutely no way of controlling it. The only thing I can control is my response to it. So replace what if with, we'll see. 
because it's in a way of moving past this analysis by paralysis to accepting it and moving forward in life and recognizing that we can't control our future, but we can control our attitude towards the future. And if we're, if we're more intentional about taking action rather than overthinking things, we can move forward in our life. And this is something that was huge for me. Practicing and imagining the best possible outcome and feeling those emotions as if you were already there puts you into states that help you prepare to actually get there rather than overthinking it and putting ourselves in a position where we are suffering imagined troubles that simply have not happened yet. Number three is mind reading. This is when you're consistently trying to predict what other people are thinking about you. Now, I believe that confidence is one of the most important things that we can, one of the most important skills that we can acquire in our life because I believe that self-doubt has killed more people's dreams or goals that they want to achieve than lack of talent ever could because we so overfocus on what other people think of us that we never give ourselves the opportunity to look like a fool. We never give ourselves the opportunity to fail because we're so focused on what we think other people think of us when the truth is is that no one thinks what you think they think of you. <laughs> and that's tongue twister, but no one thinks it. Everyone's always thinking about themselves. They're too focused on themselves. And what you have to recognize, you have to focus on what truly matters because when you focus and concentrate on what's important, you think less about your individual role and more about the bigger picture of your entire life. Because when you really take a step back, you zoom out on everything. And when you're 80 years old, you're not gonna care about what anyone else thinks of you. So why start living that life now? Why not start living that life now of not caring what other people think of you, not over-focusing on what other people think of you so that you can just do the things that are uncomfortable at first, but that are going to actually create the life that you want to live. Because if we did everything we didn't feel like doing, we'd have all the things that we do want to have. I was absolutely, I overthought immensely when I started my podcast, when I started my coaching company. I thought so much about what other people thought of me. And then I just got in the habit of posting every single day to the point where I don't care. I'm authentically me and I've never been in a better position in my life, never had a better relationship with myself because I stopped trying to read other people's minds, stopped trying to over-focus on what everyone else thought of me and started really caring about how I felt about myself because that's really all that matters. Number four is rumination about the past. Now this is when we continuously replay something when we were hurt or when we failed or we, we perceived it as a failure in your mind over and over and over and over again. But what we really have to recognize is that our conclusion about a situation doesn't always mean it's fact. Our our memory of what happened isn't always truth. So we have to start being more aware when we're overthinking about these things because awareness is the first step to putting an end to overthinking. Notice yourself when you're replaying events in your mind over and over again when you worry about these things, when you con continuously ruminate over things that you truly can't control, something that is in the past. The past doesn't exist anymore. All that matters is truly right now. And the less we give our attention to the past, the less energy we give to the past and the less influence it will have over our future. And we have to acknowledge that those thoughts are not productive. They're not helping us move forward in any single way. They're technically trying to protect us from moving forward in that again because we perceive it as a failure, but we have to reframe how we perceived that memory. And we have to recognize that our past is not who we are now. And the only way we can intentionally move forward is by focusing on the present. Now, number five is worrying about the future. Now, we were just talking about the past. Let's talk about the future because this is something that holds many people back as well. This is where you can continuously stress out and panic about something that might. And let me say that again. Something that might happen. Now, this is, again, something that was really big in me not being able to sleep because I was always entertaining this idea of the worst possible outcome. Now, something that has absolutely changed my life in this is 
entertaining the idea of things going better than I can ever imagine. Like genuinely feeling the emotions of something going outrageously amazing. Have you ever done that? In the, in the thing that you're nervous about, the thing that you are always overwhelmed and anxious about, have you ever took time to really entertain the idea of things going right instead of being so focused on the worst possible outcome because we try to emotionally prepare ourselves for that? Like, what if things went better than you could have imagined? What if the reason that you're not achieving what you want is because you're so focused on what you don't want? What if the reason that you're not where you'd like to be is because you're so focused on where you don't want to go? Because where attention goes, energy flows. And if we're so focused on things going wrong, we never allow the opportunity for things going right. And I really want you to entertain this idea because when we schedule time for overthinking, like put a, put a timer on your phone for... 10 minutes and write down everything that you feel is going to happen, all the possible outcomes, all the to-dos you have to get done, everything that is giving you anxiety. When you give up all of those things and write them down on paper and you get them out of your head, you recognize that they're not all true. Most of them aren't true. And not only do you recognize that they're not true, but you allow to look at them from a different perspective. You look at them objectively and realize that your thoughts become things and that the more that you focus on things going wrong, the more that they manifest into your life. So I really want you to be intentional about focusing on what you want to happen and not what you don't, because this is something that we can really be unconsciously doing throughout most of our life. And this was for me, 100%. I got it to the point where I was overthinking so much about things going wrong that I lost my spot on my varsity baseball team because I genuinely put so much anxiety into myself that I never allowed myself to flourish to my potential because I was amazing in practice. But when it came to game, I was so nervous because I overthought my capability. I was thinking about what could possibly happen, the worst possible outcome, and it did. So when I stopped doing that and I was really intentional about what I wanted to happen, I got back in and I started pushing harder than I ever did. And I really want you to take a step back and I want you to look at things objectively and ask yourself, are these thoughts even true? Because overthinking is something that holds so many of us back. And these are five types of overthinking that I hope you feel more confident about overcoming. Now, if this podcast helped you in any way, I would truly appreciate it if you shared it on your story on Instagram. I would love to connect with each and every single one of you. I hope you have the best day possible. I hope you overcome your overthinking and I will see you in the next episode.